2: And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper, talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you very
3: much and welcome in to another week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. As always, alongside Bob Casper, thanks again for joining us. Twitter handle is at RealGolf, website's RealGolfRadio.com. You can find us on all the social channels and, uh, of course, wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Just search for Golf Radio or Real Golf Radio. We got a fun one today. Catch up with Ryan Balangie from golfnewsnet.com. He's been up in Alaska covering some USGA championship up there. And yep. we also will uh, catch in with a uh, Touch Base with America's favorite caddy. Mm. Uh, we'll get him to weigh in on uh, this final week of the PGA Tour regular season, the upcoming playoffs. And, of course, uh, we have to talk about Live Golf because everybody wants to talk about Live freaking Golf. Right, Bob?
4: I'm getting tired of it.
3: Yeah, I'm really tired of it. I went to a wedding yeah. reception this week, and it was super loud because they had the music going. DJ was going, and guy comes up to me, and I'm like, yeah, how you doing? And he's like, I want to talk to you about Lev." And I'm like, I can't hear you, and I'm not going to yell about it. So... <laughs> It's, it's all, hey? it's all anybody. Yeah, it was loud, but it's just like, yeah, I'm with, I mean, to your point, Bob, it is a little, it does worry out a little bit and yet the hits just keep on coming. Yeah, of course, the did. big news this week is that the several live players led by Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau, uh, making a total of 11 players have filed suit against the PGA tour for their bands against them playing in PGA yeah. tour events.
4: And it's going to be heard by a judge on Tuesday morning. Bob, because just, there's guys that want to play in the tour championship and the playoffs, Bob. They just want to play more golf. Why are they, we restricting I they them? Wanted to play less golf.
3: Oh, no! no that no, 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 that was last week. This week they want to play more golf, Bob. Because <laughs> that golf isn't playing right now. They want to have it all. Mm. Ah, there's a lot to get to. Uh, we will talk about that. I've got a little bit of a rant. That I'm going to go on, so okay. uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. That's, that's upcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also need to talk about uh, this season in review. Some of the uh, uh, multiple winners, those leading the statistical categories. I always find it interesting to see at the end of the season who was the longest driver, who hit the most greens, those kind of things. You might find it interesting as well. We'll talk about it. Plus uh, race for the Rookie of the Year and uh, Player of the Year and so forth. Uh, we also have playoff preview, what happened last year and what might we see this
5: year. We'll get into it all coming up right here on Real Golf Radio
8: attention weekend gardeners don't let insect
9: pests destroy your hard work fight back with maggie's farm created by pest control professionals maggie's farm plant and mineral based products provide amazingly effective insect control like our three-in-one garden spray for organic gardening deadly on garden insects but safe to use around children and pets maggie's farm lethal to bugs easy on the planet now for a limited time get a free box of our patented no spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com that's
10: greenbugkiller.com staples has everything for school at great prices so this year you won't go back to school you'll be ready to move forward with all your school printing from staples
7: okay class refer to the seating chart for your desk assignment
11: class but we can't read yet
10: Don't worry, they'll get there. Now get 30% off school-related prints when you spend $25 or more. This year, go forward to school with Staples. In-store only, exclusions apply. One coupon per customer ends 827. Visit staples.com slash school printing for coupon and requirements.
7: You know what a booster shot can be like? Charging a cell phone. Just like a cell phone charger helps restore your battery, a booster is given after a primary series vaccination to enhance or restore protection against COVID-19, which wanes over time. Boosters are recommended for people five years and older. Schedule a booster appointment as soon as eligible. You can even make the appointment on your phone, as long as it's charged. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
6: Wendy's nose cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Hot and Crispy Fries.
12: Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them.
2: Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
3: Welcome back Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Better for the best, better for everyone. Chrome Soft is, of course, better for everyone from amateurs to major championship winners. Now with Callaway's proprietary new precision technology, the Chrome Soft golf ball is longer through the bag while providing the signature soft feel that golfers love. And I'll tell you something, I have uh, been I'd played Chrome Soft X for quite some time. I switched back to the Chrome Soft for a little bit less spin and into the greens. And now that it's, summer's getting longer and the greens have firmed up because of the heat, I, the hop and stop is there, but I want maybe a little bit more of a, a spin back. So I'm actually going to the Chrome Soft X LS. It actually gives me a little bit more of a check and come back without spinning it clear off the green. I thought so, that was low spin. Well, it is low spin, but it's lower It's lower than Chrome Soft X, but not quite as low as Chrome Soft. I hope okay. I got that all right. because I, awesome. You know how I like to tinker around. Mm-hmm. But if you go to CallawayGolf.com, they have their golf ball. Uh, performance review and you can look through every single section and look at speed launch spin uh, full shot wedges irons drivers all that kind of stuff so it'll really help you break it down and see what's best for you but the best thing you could do is just get out there hit shots into the greens putt chip see what you like and go from there because all the golf balls today they're long off the tee if they're any good they're going to be long well, enough. To and it's, we've
4: always been told that you start at the green and move back to the driver.
3: That's exactly right. You're exactly right, Bob. And that's been the case for years and years. And I think it's still the case. So anyway, check it out at CallawayGolf.com. golf.com. All right. Uh, there's, there's a lot to get to. Uh, we know about this live uh, filing the suit. L- let me just play this. This is, this is a, a couple of uh, comments. This goes back to, I, I think it's 2020. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, And Rory was on Golf Channel, and he just finished up with Mexico. So this is back in March. And he had had some comments. He was the first to say, I'm out. Remember that whole thing when he said, I'm out. Well, Rory went on the week later
13: and wanted to explain a little bit more why. And I think it's relevant in today. Here's Rory. I'd like to think I'm quite a loyal person. And um, I think the PGA Tour has given me a, a platform to showcase my skills, to build my brand, to turn me into this... Um, golfer and athlete that I am and I think Jay Monaghan and his team do a wonderful uh, wonderful job at the tour um, and look I you know the reason I said what I said is because um, it w- we, we were in Mexico a couple of weeks ago and, and some some people decided not to go but that was their choice that was that was the freedom that they had they have autonomy over their schedule and they can pick and choose where they when and where they want to play where if we go to this new league that's not going to be the case. You're going to be contracted to play 18 events. They're going to tell you where, where and when uh, you should be there. And as a golfer and an independent contractor, I didn't like the sound of that. Didn't really like where the money was coming from either. And uh, I'm, you know, I wanted to, to be the first one to to speak out against it. And um, I'm I'm glad that I have. I'm glad that I've done that. There you go, Rory McIlroy. Almost two and a half years ago. That's what Rory
3: yep. had to say. And Bob, I think he hit all the points, right? He did. I love that quote, and, I, and I'm and i glad we were able to save that, but it, it's a good... Right now, there's a lawsuit over this idea that the PGA Tour is a monopoly and that it is preventing their players from playing because they chose to go play in another league, and they're accusing uh, the PGA Tour of being exclusive, and uh, it's an anti antitrust suit. Um, so there, there's all kinds of different analogies and things that are being bannered about, but if you look at it on on the straight surface, these players knew what they were. Getting. This was two and a half years ago. Rory knew what the situation yes. would be. Yeah, right. All their agents knew. They all knew. And if the one that's really exclusive here is the Live Tour, which you have to be invited to, and Correct. they limit it to forty eight players. Correct. Right. Yep. The PGA Tour has avenues to get onto the PGA Tour. And they have Grow the Game initiative tours all around the world that feed up into the biggest stage so that they can compete for the legacy history and, of course, the money that goes along with that. And now this Live Tour is claiming that they are basically bullying or keeping these players from coming out and playing what is rightfully theirs to play in, which is the PGA Tour. And yet, on the other hand, these players knew the choice they were making – They made that choice, and now are trying to come back and even muck up, if you will, what the rules are on the PGA Tour. They basically don't want to have rules. They they don't, they don't like it, the rules that are keeping them out, and they don't like the rules that now are keeping them from coming back. They basically want to play without rules is what it comes down
4: to. Well, and basically the other thing that happened is Greg Norman from the onset said, listen, the, you know, this has happened before and the PGA Tour has this monopoly and they're keeping guys from playing and I trust, so come play with us, we'll pay you a whole bunch of money and then if they keep you from playing on the PGA Tour then if you file a lawsuit then we'll fund the lawsuit and so that's basically what's what's happening um, Phil Mickelson some of the other players, there's about 11 of them. Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, uh, Patrick Reed, those guys aren't involved, but these other guys are, and they're suing for an injunction for, the, for them to be able to play in the playoffs of the PGA Tour. And so, um, you know, a lot of the players are saying that they don't care if they go and decide to play in the LIV series or the LIV league, go ahead and go, but don't want don't try to come back and play on the PGA tour. You've made your decision. You know where you want to play. Go play there. That's right. And Tiger sort of
3: doubled down on those comments at the Open Championship a few weeks ago.
14: I disagree with it.
12: Um, I think that. Uh, what they've done is they've, they've turned their their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. So I mean that's
3: straight up, right? I mean Rory that's basically players, said that yeah. two, two and a half years ago. Yep. And Tiger reiterated that a couple weeks ago at the Open Championship.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, that that's kind of where we sit right now. And and by the way, we're talking about Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford, and Matt Jones. Those are the yeah. those are the three players that are going and, to supposedly be have an in person hearing on Tuesday. That's correct. So that they can try to play in the first playoff event on Thursday now there's that famous practice we talking practice <laughs> and I always want to use that same thing. We're talking Gooch, Swafford, and Jones,
4: yeah, exactly,
3: like really that's what this is coming down to
4: yeah
3: i I uh I, I keep, like I said, Bob, we get asked about this and uh, when, wh- where does everybody stand? Ron Syrak, I think in his article, ronsyrak.com, and he's a longtime golf journalist. You know, I, I look, yes. the, the older I get, the more I appreciate those that have been down the road a little bit further than me. That have seen these things, that have uh, experienced them and that can shed a little bit of light and wisdom on how these kind of things might go. Mm-hmm. And that's what I... I don't know that I always appreciated Ron Syrac. Not that I didn't, but I don't know that I, I... thought that I didn't like him or anything. I just didn't. I don't know if I appreciated. But as I sat and read what he wrote, there's wisdom there. Yes. That wisdom that you get from just going down a few more turns around the sun, right? And mm-hmm. so we'll get into some of that uh, coming up in the next segment uh, with the caddy and 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 beyond the rest of the show. But I just... I appreciate the way he breaks it down and we'll we'll get into that because otherwise this basically just turns into a mess.
4: It does. It's a free for all free for all just allows everybody to play everywhere. And it doesn't matter. And like you said, no rules. Bryson DeChambeau went
3: on Tucker and he used the pizza place analogy. (laughs) And he basically, I will, I'll, I'll, you can read the whole thing, but basically he said, there's a favorite pizza place and everybody went to this pizza place. Then a new pizza place opened up. So some of the people that have been going to the previous pizza place decided to check out the new pizza place. And the owner of the original pizza place got so upset that he banned him from ever coming back to his pizza place. That was, his, that was basically what he said. Assert, ass, alleging that the PGA Tour players are customers of the PGA Tour, which is not the case.
4: Which is not the case. They're owners of the PGA Tour.
3: So I got one for you, Bob
4: and membership. Okay. Tell me
3: there's a food analogy for you. Okay. You leave your wife for the new girl. Yeah. But you still want to come home for Sunday dinner. No, that's what this is coming down to.
4: Oh, come on.
3: That's what this has come down to.
4: And then you probably want to go back and get the treats from the other one too.
3: But that's exactly it. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. So, <laughs> all right, well, listen, the caddy's going to join us coming up next. We'll get his thoughts. And, uh, of course, we're still going to hit the new schedule. There's a lot of good good stuff, new money, new schedule. Uh, so the Live Tour is impacting the PGA Tour and how it is going to move forward, and I think there's some positives there. We'll talk about that uh, as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob right here on
8: Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message.
1: that's 800-817-2968. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money
15: to live on or pay bills. What do you do? They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy EasyKnock is not a lender.
1: Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on.
2: You're listening to Real Golf Radio talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
15: One day you'll get
2: it. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian
3: and Bob with you. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com for exclusive real estate opportunities available. This brand new Tom Weiskopf Championship Design Golf Course. There'll be 19 holes that will be available. That buy hole that Tom's famous for, that'll be there right behind the hotel, Resort Center Hotel, the Infinity Pools, the pond, right there lit up at night. You can have a little challenge with your buddies after a round of golf. You can also go over to the 36 hole putting course that's lit Mm. up and uh, practice facility, greens It is just going to be a terrific place, not to mention water parks and hiking trails, pickleball uh, spa, everything you're looking for is available there in a terrific community at Black Desert Resort. Go to blackdesertresort.com And again, thanks for joining us here Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio It's time now for America's Favorite Caddy
2: there are bag rats. <laughs> and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While well, we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio.
3: Yeah, caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio. You know, it's almost turned into our weekly uh, Gripe session about the live tour, but that's okay. We'll see what he has to say this week. Caddy, what's up, man? If you're not complaining, you're not caddying. Ah, and that's it. I love it. No, well, that's the one. That is the one. That's one of the famous ones. I like it.
16: Yeah. Show up, shut yeah, up, and know, keep
3: up. It's right in there too, huh?
16: You know what? You know what? Uh, I don't know if Confucius said it, but somebody like that said it. It's one of my all-time favorites. He who complains has too much. Hmm. Wow. I've always I've always liked that one.
3: I like that too. So, Caddy, uh, this was Rory McIlroy almost two and a half years ago. Listen to this.
13: I'd like to think I'm quite a loyal person, and um, I think the PGA Tour has given me a, a platform to showcase my skills, to build my brand, to turn me into this. Um, golfer and athlete that I am and I think Jay Monaghan and his team do a wonderful a uh, wonderful job at the tour um, and look, I, you know the reason I said what I said is because um, it was we, we were in Mexico a couple of weeks ago and, and some some people decided not to go but that was their choice that was that was the freedom that they had they have autonomy over their schedule and they can pick and choose where they when and where they want to play where if we go to this new league that's not going to be the case. You're going to be contracted to play 18 events. They're going to tell you where, where and when uh, you should be there. And as a golfer and an independent contractor, I didn't like the sound of that. Didn't really like where the money was coming from either. And uh, I'm, you know, I wanted to, to be the first one to, to speak out against it. And um, I'm, I'm glad that I have. I'm glad that I've done that. So there you go. That was Rory. I mean, that was, you know, March 2020. Um,
3: what he was saying that i thought he I thought it was worth repeating, and we played it in the last segment because I think he had done a lot of the concepts that are now coming about, right? I mean, he sort of foresaw
16: all this that was pretty impressive that's that that could have been if you had played that for me and didn't date it, I would have said he would have said that within the last month or so right yeah, yeah, that was an impressive uh foresight into what was coming.
3: So one of the things that he touched on was the fact, okay, they were playing WGC, WGC Mexico. Now, I remember this. There was This was also the beginning of the pandemic and some of those types of things, right? And so, you know, there was a lot of players that chose not to go to Mexico. And he was using that as a point, saying, look, you, you have your choice if you don't want to come here. But if you essentially contract with that other league, you give up those rights. They tell you when and where to play. And And ironically, the players are now suing the PGA Tour... For the right to be able to come back and play where they want, even though they contracted to play with this other tour. It's, it's interesting.
16: Yeah, there, there's definitely, I think if you're contracted to play the Live in the, the 23 season, there's 14 events and you have to play all of them. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to play, or you can't play, the Live's playing, you can't go play somewhere else. That's correct. Um, if the tour's playing, you can ask to go play somewhere else. They can turn you down, but you can't ask. And typically, uh, I think the history of the tour was to generally grant those releases, uh, one or two or three times a year, I think was the policy or the, the routine. So yeah, it's a little bit of a, there is, there is a, a little bit of a, you can call it a, a contradiction or a hypocrisy, um, in what you're hearing of, you know, uh, the, the live players saying, I want to play less, but I want to get back into more tour events." Mm. Uh, yeah. And and then, uh, you know, I, I want to be free to play whenever I want, wherever I want. So, so now I'm not free to play wherever I want, whenever I want, because I'm, it's just, it's like, okay. Um, that's kind of, there's a lot of contradictory statements being made.
4: Yeah. And exclusionary, you know, they talk about exclusionary, Um, how the PGA Tour has suspended them from being able to play on the PGA Tour, yet the LIV Golf League um, will only let 48 players whom they choose play in their league.
16: I think they are having some kind of a, a way to qualify maybe one or two or three spots to try to probably alleviate that problem. I think they're going to put something in place like that. But right now it is invitation only. Um, so if you look at the structure of stuff, it's the opposite, um, of the free agency idea. Um, it's not cause that was the thing. Oh, we're free agents. We should get to play wherever we want, whenever we want. Well, that's not mm-hmm. the case if you join. Them. Um, and it's, it's more the case, I mean, certainly on the tour, the, the tour does not require you. It, they don't tell you to come play anywhere. You can take the whole year off if you want, if you have your tour card. That's not a problem. You're going to lose your card, but you don't have to, you know, there's no no financial penalties on you, I don't believe, or, or of any sort of all, if you just decide not to play somewhere. So
4: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can, kind of, you can play a schedule like Tiger Woods did, you know, where he's right. playing 15, 16 events a year. Or you can play a schedule like like guys that we caddied for out on tour that's 30, 32 events a year.
16: I I caddied for a guy who averaged
17: 34.
16: Mm. Woo! A lot of golf. But, yeah, I mean, there there was certainly freedom to play Um, when you're in, you know, get could play or not. So. Yep. A lot of that, a lot of that stuff's been been maybe a little bit uh, misrepresented. Let's say.
3: So, Caddy, how do you take this lawsuit that's coming down? And uh, are you what, what do you how do you think this is going to play out next week? Supposedly, Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford, Matt Jones uh, have an in person hearing to be able to hopefully play in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, my my initial thought is is I don't think anybody's. Tournament director, PGA Tour, or otherwise fan, media—I don't know anyone's concerned about whether Gooch, Hudson, Swafford, or Matt Jones is playing in the playoffs next week.
16: Well, if we want to look at the um, at the lawsuit, I right, to me, I break it down real simply: uh, the lawsuit is it—it's an antitrust lawsuit. So the tour players all had a contract. Um they violated their contract by playing in tournaments without a release. That's very clearly stated by the tour as to there's going to be a repercussion from that. So the repercussion happened. So that's pretty plain and simple. You, you broke the contract, so you can't come play if that's the penalty for breaking the contract. The lawsuit is basically going to examine, I believe the idea that yes, you signed a contract. Yes, you broke the contract. However, this particular provision in the contract is actually contrary to U S law. It shouldn't be in the contract. it can't be in the contract at all. We're, you know, we're going to decide that it's an invalid provision provision that shouldn't have been in the contract at that point in time you no longer have broken a rule because it doesn't exist anymore in the contract. Kind of like a retroactive thing. I think that's basically what the antitrust is trying to say. Um, so, um, it's pretty, it's an objective statement to say, you know, the agreement you made, you broke. That's just an objective statement of fact. Um, the antitrust thing. Yeah. Look, if, if the U S law, prohibits that from being in the contract and that's what's decided that's the law of the land. You got to go with the law of the land, you know, at least that's kind of how America runs. Well, (laughs) Um, if that's the case, that's the case. Um, If it's not the case, well, then you can't come and play um, if that's the decided penalty. So I think um, if we just look at it as as a person, like here's how I would feel about it just my personal feeling is if I made an agreement um, and I said, okay, I'm going to agree to this. I'm not going to go do that. I'm not going to go do that. Um, If I broke that, um, first of all, I probably won't like, I probably wouldn't feel real good about breaking the commitment in the first place, but sometimes in the business world, those things happen. Um, But I also would not expect to, an expectation that I can break this agreement and still come do it. I, I don't, I don't get that at all. Yeah. I don't understand that. That's like, what do you, what do you, And so there, there's been some great analogies people make like, well, okay, so I'm working for a company. I find another company. So I quit and I go get work for this other company. But you know, we only work half the year and the rest of the year, I'm going to go back and work for my old company on the week's, where things are really good, and so you know it's kind of crazy when you start looking at those simple analogies. It was like my idea of imagine that the British Open was a shotgun event on Sunday. How bad would that have been? Yeah, it it really lights it up real quickly when you do a simple analogy like that. I think Bryson tried to
3: use a simple analogy using a pizza parlor.
16: Pizza, pizza. <laughs> Bryson, I don't think Bryson understood that he's not a customer. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah.
3: So I just simply uh, said, "Here's a simple analogy for you." You stepped out on the wife for the new girl, but you want to come back home for Sunday dinner. I mean,
16: exactly, right? Exactly. I mean, that's the best <laughs> that's the best analogy right there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's It's kind of hard to, to wriggle your way out of that one, isn't it? Yep. But I bought this house. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, Caddy,
16: real quick. What? I got a physics. I got a physics question. Okay. <laughs> okay. A photon walks into checks into a hotel. The bellhop says, "Can I help you with your luggage?" The photon says, "No, I'm traveling light."
3: Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, wow. mm-hmm. that's kind of a nerdy dad joke right there. I like it.
16: That's not for the entire audience. That's just for the <laughs> out there, by the way. So don't. Yeah. That might get cut right from the taping. Anyway, what's <laughs> the question?
3: Just real quick uh, FedEx Cup playoffs uh, begin next week. The FedEx St. Jude Championship, uh, the BMW Championship, and then the Tour Championship at Eastlake. Just uh, your, your thought. Tony Fino, the defending champ next week. And then Cantley, of course, won the BMW. That was actually a really fun battle with he and Bryson in uh, a bunch of extra playoff holes. And then Tour Championship in Atlanta. It feels like. It, the, the the key to winning the FedEx Cup is to win one of those first two events and just ride that momentum.
16: Yeah, it's three instead of four. Um, so we go to Southwind, um, mainstay on the tour for a lot of time, Tough, tougher course than it. They toughened it up um, with a redesign and some some rebuilt greens. And Wilmington Country Club, uh, I'm actually working on that right now. It's a pretty cool place. Awesome. It's got some... Oh yeah, it's got some rock and roll greens on it. It's long. It's it's a real traditional course. Uh, I think guys are going to love it. It's pretty cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching that one. And uh, yeah, and then East yeah. Lake. Fun 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 three weeks coming up. That's for sure.
3: All right. Well, Caddy, thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Good stuff as always. And uh, man, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see what happens next week. We're going to have some sort of ruling. The first legal ruling in this whole battle will be taking place next week. Yeah. And we'll if see what happens. an
4: injunction. Yeah. Yep.
16: Injunction, junction, what's your function? was there something like that? I remember that yeah. growing up.
4: Yeah. I do too. Injunction.
16: injunction it's conjunction, junction. Yeah, oh, no, no, now it's junction. It's the adult version.
4: Yeah. <laughs> injunction.
16: Well, there you have it. Yeah, we'll find out what happens. Uh, you know, hey, look, you got—I got to tell you—there's nothing like uh, you know wh- when you, when you start going to court for stuff. It's just really you've just reached the, the level you want to get to, mm. haven't you? Mm. Yeah,
3: I can hear the sarcasm. Good one, caddy. We appreciate it.
16: Talk to you later. Thank Thanks, you, gentlemen. Buddy. There you go. That's the caddy right
3: here on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, well. And he's breaking it down. He's got some legal stuff. He's got yeah. he threw in a little uh, like little it. scientific dad joke there. That was mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Caddy's fun. Yeah. Tell us what you think. At Real Golf and uh, at the Caddy too. Uh, you can uh, hit him up on Twitter as well. All right, we'll take a short break. More Real Golf next.
7: For over 2 decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee.
3: Visit firsttee.org.
9: When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers.
0: Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah past him when we think total power
9: we think of our tungsten speed cartridge a what speed cartridge i don't know but i like what it does when we think max distance we think oh that's bomb with our fastest most stable driver ever there's only one thing you'll
14: think about nastier bombs think speed go rogue with callaway the kings of distance
5: i started folds of honor above my garage 13 years ago Because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy.
7: Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor.
13: Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher.
18: Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school.
5: We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom join the folds of honor squadron today your 13 dollars a month will help ensure we never turn military families away this is your call to duty
11: thank you thank you thank you for
7: supporting the folds of honor
11: thanks to people like you i know my dad is not forgotten
8: why do you play chrome soft it helps me win majors.
17: Same here.
5: I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you?
2: I get way better consistency. And control.
9: There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft, Better for the best. Better for everyone.
3: We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com.
2: back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right,
3: welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Catch us on Twitter at Real Golf. You can also find us where your favorite podcasts are found by searching at uh, searching Real Golf Radio or Golf Radio. And uh, check us out. We're also on SiriusXM, yep. iHeartRadio, and, of course, our flagship station here in Salt Lake City, Utah, 97.5-1280, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, so we get into, we've talked a lot about Liv, and let's talk a little PGA Tour playoff, because uh, they they start up next week. Tony Finau is the defending champ next week, which used to be the Northern Trust, and uh, that is no longer the case. Of course, it is the FedEx St. Jude Championship being played at TPC Southwind in Memphis, Tennessee, with a $15 million purse. That's pretty good stuff. Tony won 1.7 last year uh, for that playoff win, and that was by the way, Tony's first win in some Five years, finally got that monkey off his back with a second win, and then we said, "Hey, the floodgates are going to open." But majority way through this season, we said, "Hey, where are those floodgates?" And <laughs> then he goes back-to-back wins on the PGA Tour. He now has three in the last twelve months. So I guess that's a little mini floodgate there, and certainly he will be on the upcoming, mini? Pre- huh? Mini, mini, yeah, mini. Well, look, he's it's one beginning of-, of roll tide. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. So you heard it right here. Bob Casper, beginning of. I like it. Okay. I'm not going to use that phrase because I don't affiliate with uh, such <laughs> things. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Bob says floodgates. No, the wave
4: is cresting.
3: Oh, oh. Well, that is ooh. much more poetic. So I like that. I uh, like Patrick Cantley battled Bryson DeChambeau at the BMW last year. Yeah. And you remember, that was epic. I mean, Bryson was just bombing everything, going for broke. Can'tley was like precision guy, making every putt, and Bryson couldn't freaking buy a putt.
4: Yeah, Bryson was hitting it close, and it was he couldn't get a ball in the hole.
3: Yeah, it was actually one of the more riveting battles, uh, mano a mano, mm-hmm. that I remember seeing last year. And then, of course, Can'tley went on to win the Tour Championship and all the spoils of the FedEx Cup. So uh, with that said, Bob, uh, the 125 will be battling it out after this week's Wyndham Championship. And as mm-hmm. I mentioned, they begin in Memphis, and then where does it go?
4: uh it goes from memphis um shoot where's the next one at sorry
3: oh i thought you had it right there cute up well the caddy just oh, told i've got us, it so. i've got it right here wilmington country club there in that's Delaware. right
4: wilmington yeah yep that's what the caddy said it's a great golf course he said it's long it's got some roly greens to it so it should be fun to watch that one and then of course they go to east lake and play the the tour championship there so um
3: where do you rank east lake amongst the you played a lot of great golf courses and you and i have played east Lake a few times where, where do you where do you rank it
4: I think it's a, I think it's a really good golf course. It's got some length to it, especially when you push it back. Um, and you know, it's the type of golf course, it's that Bermuda grass, <clears throat> excuse me, and the ball, you hit it in the rough, the ball's gonna go down to the bottom and uh, and get right on the right on the dirt. So it's a little bit tough. You gotta hit it, you gotta hit it in the fairway and you gotta make some putts, and there are some good holes coming down the stretch no doubt
3: all right let's look at the bubbles then i know that's what everyone's interested in as far as who's right there uh trying to make it inside the top 125 and then of course you got the 70 and 30 bubbles as well 70 gets you into the second event 30 gets you into the tour championship but players battling at Wyndham this week where is what's it look like around that 125 number
4: well that 125 number it's kind of interesting you've got you know you've got guys that have snuck in there um, Stuart Sink currently at 125 with Patton Kazire at 124 and Matthias Schwab at 23. Um, when you go the other direction, you've got Webb Simpson at 126, who was just named a uh, a, a, uh, a vice captain. captain. Yeah. So um, Tiger let the cat yeah. out of the bag. Good sign-to-reference so there. I like that. But um, Pat Perez at 127, which he's not going to be able to play. Um, and then Lucas Glover at 128. So it's kind of right around that bubble.
3: And then the 70 bubble, where where do players stand?
4: So in the 70, you're looking at Brendan Todd currently at number 70 with Trey Mullinex at 69, Lanto Griffin at 68, Alex Smalley at 67. But on the other end of that, Gary Woodland is at 71, Matthew Wolfe, Wolf, is on there at 72, but he won't be able to play. Bo Hostler at 73 will move up, and also Chad Ramey. Did you say woof?
3: I did, woof. Yeah, you did. I, I had a buddy yeah, I these, did. I had a buddy that was – I meant wolf. Was, uh, well, I had a buddy My that mom was, says woof. Your mom does? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of my friends from high school, he was all about the woof. I'm like, are we talking about a wolf here, the woof? Cause, uh, is it creek or crick? Uh, well, it's definitely creek, but in some areas it just is proper to say crick. So I, I, I appreciate that,
4: actually. <laughs> Uh, And then the 30, let's go to the 30, Maverick McNeely right now is currently at number 30 with Keegan Bradley, number 31, and Sepp Straka at number 32, Kevin Kistler at 33. Going the other direction up, Luke List at 29, Shane Lowry at 28, Cameron Tringali at 27.
3: So interestingly, according to PGA Tour media, Mm -hmm. uh, since the points structure changed in 2009, an average of 2.5 players per year entered the final week of the regular season outside the top 125 and went on to qualify for the playoffs. So Mm. I'm not sure who the half guy is, but that's the average.
4: Well, and the importance of that number 125 is that gets you your tour card for next year. If you're out there, if you're down there on that bubble and you don't have any other exemptions, then you've got to get you've got to play well enough in this last event. That's the importance of this last event, the Wyndham, that you hopefully can get yourself inside the the 125 to keep your card and be able to play again next year. Now, we also know that there's that four tournament series. That uh, is part of the the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour for the players that are 126 to 175. Those guys get into that event and they can work theirself back onto the PGA Tour by finishing well enough in that.
3: And there's so many scenarios where players can move up uh, this week. Yep. There are also um the, the Comcast business tour top ten mm-hmm. where and there's three players that are playing this week that have a chance to move up inside that top ten. And the bonus pool is anywhere from one to four million dollars. Correct. So if you finish first, it's four million. Finish last, it's one million. So somewhere in there, you're gonna make a million plus bucks to be inside that top ten. So that's kind of another little thing. It's these are the these are the small things that I think. Mean a lot to the players sure. to keep boosting this, and and the I don't want to say it's the rich getting richer, but you play well. There's opportunities to make even more money, and of course, along with these bonuses, getting into top tens, making it into the playoffs. Let's not forget most of these players, at least the top players, they have incentive bonuses built into their contracts yep. for making the the tour championship, making the playoffs, doing those types of things where they get uh, you know a little bit of extra bonus so uh th- th- that's all part of this pga tour thing so um i, I think that when you look at it from a, i don't want to go back to the live deal but lives all purse money right and yep. and some upfront the money guaranteed money where this is earning yeah yeah more of that meritocracy type thing so anyway yeah. uh top 10 so the top 10 scotty scheffler
4: is number one cameron smith number two sam burns number three sanders shawfly four patrick cantley five Rory McIlroy, six, Tony Finau, number seven. He jumped up in the top 10 by virtue of his win last week. Justin Thomas, eight, Cameron Young, nine, and Hideki Matsuyama is number 10. And then the other thing I was going to say is about the top 30 getting into the tour championship. The importance of that is you're in all in all the majors and you get to sketch set your schedule with all of the best events and invitationals and everything.
3: That's right. Uh, The three players, by the way, who have a chance to uh, knock Hideki out. Uh, Will Zalatoris is number 11. He needs a two-way tie for 14th or better, and he'll bump up. Uh, Sanjay Eam needs a two-way tie for second or better, which he's there. Uh, And Billy Horschel needs to win in order to break in because he's number 18. So there are some scenarios there to take a look at. Uh, By the way, you mentioned Cam Young. Uh He's the only one in the top 10 that hasn't won.
4: That's how good Cameron Young has played he this year. He is. He's, put what, now seven top fives or less? Seven top threes or less, seven I think? T- yeah, or better. I guess or better, yeah. 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 He's he's a phenomenal player. He's a rookie. He's 25 years old. He had a third place at the PGA Championship and a second place at the Open Championship as a rookie. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Wow. It's he's played some great golf.
3: And as we kind of take a look back, we'll talk more about this coming up on the back nine. But taking a look back at the PGA Tour, Scotty Scheffler played 22 events and has the four wins. To me, I think he's the clear cut favorite for player yep. of the year.
4: With a major, correct.
3: Right. Got the masters in there. Sam Burns, 21 events, three wins. Xander Schauffele, 18 events, three wins. Cam Smith, 16 events, three wins. Tony Finau, 22 events, two wins. Max Homa, 21 events, two wins. Matsuyama, 19 events, two wins. Rory McIlroy, thirteen events, two wins. So those are your. Th- there were a total of eight players with multiple wins on yep. the PGA Tour this season. So uh, pretty interesting.
4: And and Cam Smith, the thing the thing that he has going for him for Player of the Year is that he won the Tour Championship, the what or the or the Players Championship. Sorry, yeah, and the Open Championship, ah, there you go. along we, with one other event. So, so he can kind of push Scotty Scheffler a little bit, but the way Scotty Scheffler dominated over that short period of time getting that major, that's, uh, that's some pretty good stuff.
3: Alright,
18: more to be discussed.
3: We'll wrap up hour number one next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio.
2: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
15: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. All right, uh,
15: wrapping
3: up hour number one. Uh, We really appreciate the caddy for joining us. Stay tuned. Ryan Ballinger, who's been uh, spending the week in Alaska. I believe it's a senior women's amateur that he was covering up there and enjoying the state. We'll get his thoughts, plus uh, look back at the PGA Tour season and look forward to these upcoming FedEx Cup playoffs. That's all coming up on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. So the 2022-2023 PGA Tour schedule was announced. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but here's something that's noteworthy. $415 Four hundred and fifteen million dollars for forty-four events. Uh, that's the prize money for the regular season plus seventy-five million dollars in FedEx Cup bonus pool. That's pretty dang
4: Ooh, good. Ooh, gotta like that.
3: I mean, there's some cash to be played for.
4: Oh yeah. yeah. And
3: this is this is what I keep. When people want to bring this up, it's not like they're in a bad spot on the PGA Tour. It's a pretty darn good place. And suddenly everybody wants to say, oh, they're, they're old and stuffy. Let's move on to the new exciting thing.
4: Yeah, Phil Mickelson. Total career earnings, $90 million.
3: Not too bad. Good work if you can get it. No doubt yep. about it. All right, right, stay tuned. When we come back, uh, it is the Back Nine, hour number two. We'll get into more of this. Again, uh, our thoughts on live and the upcoming schedule and playoffs right here on Real Golf Radio.
2: If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com. Slash talk, a special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk
19: and stay in touch 24 7. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
8: USA Radio
17: News with Lance Pride. As the FBI and the Department of Justice is being accused of weaponizing the department against political opponents, the raid on President Trump's home in Florida has millions of Americans outraged. Former Attorney General from Florida, Pam Bondi, on Fox News overnight.
11: I have personally been involved in Many, many search warrants authorizing them, the execution of the search warrants, and they came in there with guns blazing, like you said, for documents.
17: A judge declared a mistrial Thursday after jurors were unable to reach a verdict in a case involving companies that had been hired to help Flint, Michigan, fix its municipal water system. The lawsuit alleged Texas-based Lockwood, Andrews and & Newman, and Violia of North America contributed to the city's lead-tainted water crisis. We are USA Radio News paid for by GovMint.com.
5: Have you heard? The United States Mint has
17: issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the
5: first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call 1-8 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's one 800 7630
17: The alarming situation at a Russian-occupied nuclear power plant in southeastern Ukraine had reached a grave hour, the head of the United Nations nuclear watchdog group said Thursday. Ukraine accuses Russia of firing weapons from the facility. The U.N. said there is no immediate threat to nuclear safety, but that could change with one rocket. The late Bill Russell of basketball fame is being honored by the league like no one has ever been honored before. The
21: NBA is going to retire Celtics legend Bill Russell's number six league wide. Russell passed away late last month at the age of 88. He becomes the first player in NBA history to have his number retired by the entire league. All players will also wear a patch on the right shoulder of their jerseys during the upcoming season. Every arena's court will also display a clover-shaped logo with the number 6 inside. Russell was a 5-time MVP and 11-time world champion. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg.
17: USA Radio News. Do
9: you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's
17: 800-631-9123. Two more ships left Ukraine's Black Sea port on Friday, including one filled with the first Ukrainian wheat to be exported under a UN-brokered deal. A total of 14 ships have now departed the Ukraine over the past two weeks, following the deal with Russia to allow resumption of grain exports from Ukraine's Black Sea ports after they were stalled due to the war. Former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations John Bolton, who along with Mike Pompeo of the Trump administration, was tagged in a death plot by members of Iran's Revolutionary Guard. Bolton on Newsmax Thursday.
5: Well, I think uh, it's, it's really not a focus just on me. Uh, there are a number of former government officials who I think uh, are at risk from uh, the government in Tehran, and a number of people who are just average American citizens who have said things critical of the government of Iran are at risk uh, of their lives as well. So I think the, the most important conclusion to draw here is the, uh, the kind of uh, threat that the government in Iran poses to America. They're trying to kill Americans uh, on American soil, and uh, that, that's essentially unprecedented in, in my view, and it, it uh, constitutes a threat uh, that really we need a stronger response from the Biden administration. You know, it's part and parcel of uh, the threat posed by the Iranian nuclear weapons program, too. They're two sides of the same coin and, and both a threat to the United States.
17: Lance Pry, USA Radio News.
0: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now.
1: 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845.
2: Well, we
4: have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to
1: the 10th too?
2: On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper.
8: Two players down the middle on the tempo.
3: Here's
2: Brian and Bob. Hey there, welcome in. It's
3: hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Appreciate you joining us here on the show each and every week. Hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf is where you can find us and download us where your favorite podcasts are found as well. 23 years of doing Real Golf Radio. We're excited to enter year number 24, which isn't too far away. Season sort of ends here pretty quick and restarts, so we'll be in our 24th season, which is Mm -hmm. remarkable. We've seen a lot. Maybe not quite as much of a crazy year as we've seen this year, that's for sure. I mean, we dealt with COVID and shutting tournaments down. Now we're dealing with a, a, a breakaway tour. I just never thought I would see the day. That guys would be
4: like... It's not a tour.
3: I, I got to get out of... Okay, well, call it's it... It's a weekend. golf
4: league. It's not a tour. I just never
3: thought I'd see the day where guys would say, I got to get out of this PGA Tour. <laughs> I mean, it's always been about making it to the PGA Tour. Exactly. And now it's like, oh, the PGA Tour. I mean, look, it, here's my rant that I'm going to say for later. And by the way, Ryan Ballinger will join us coming up. But part of my rant is when you get on Twitter, I get all worked up sometimes. At all these comments. I I see these things posted, and then I start reading the comments. We all do it, right? You can start going down these rabbit holes. And these there's there's these comments that just get you fired up and you want to respond. And then you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And you go ahead and click on it, and it like the account was opened like four months ago. You're like, yeah, it's a bot. Yep. It's just there to stir it up. Stir it up. So it's so that's why I really liked what Ron Syrak did when he posted. Kind of an answer to all that. He also said that he's learned that you can't really have a civil debate on Twitter with 250 characters or less. And so he addressed a lot of those things. We we might take some time to get into that. But anyway, uh, it it is interesting. Hey, real quickly, before we get into some serious stuff, how about playing in a little uh, scramble this week? Uh and, And instead of the licorice rope traditional kind of cheating ideas, they had a sheet of coupons you could purchase. And one of them was, instead of licorice rope, you could put your putt to eight feet. Yeah. I actually kind of like that. Look, if you're going to do cheating, raise money for, for charity, which I'm all about, at least you have to still make the putt. Yeah. You don't just have to roll it up within an inch, take a bite of your licorice and count it.
4: That's right. I
3: thought that was pretty fun.
4: Or stack your licorice on top of each other and count it.
3: Oh, there's lots of ways, man. You're going to heat that licorice up and stretch it as far as it'll go, baby. Uh, stay tuned. We'll get all into uh, the headlines, stories, and more next right here on Real Golf
5: Radio. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to
12: easily clean my patio furniture
7: and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The
8: reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy.
9: Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work fight back with maggie's farm created by pest control professionals maggie's farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control like our three-in-one garden spray for organic gardening deadly on garden insects but safe to use around children and pets maggie's farm lethal to bugs easy on the planet now for a limited time get a free box of our patented no spill ant kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com that's greenbugkiller.com
10: staples has everything for school at great prices so this year you won't go back to school you'll be ready to move forward with all your school printing from staples
11: okay class refer to the seating chart for your desk assignment class but we can't read yet
10: don't worry, they'll get there. Now get 30% off school-related prints when you spend $25 or more. This year, go forward to school with Staples. In-store only, exclusions apply. One coupon per customer ends 27. Visit staples.com slash school printing for coupon and requirements.
7: You know what a booster shot can be like? Charging a cell phone. Just like a cell phone charger helps restore your battery, a booster is given after a primary series vaccination to enhance or restore protection against COVID-19, which wanes over time. Boosters are recommended for people five years and older. Schedule a booster appointment as soon as eligible. You can even make the appointment on your phone, as long as it's charged. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
6: Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Hot and Crispy Fries.
12: Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them.
2: Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment is brought to you
3: by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. And uh, thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So I mentioned, like, when we talk about real golf, we use typically play, you know, real golf. That's what we do. But every once in a while, you find yourself in a little corporate scramble, and we had a good time. We had some good friends with us, and we, you know, it's a, it's it's a different format, and it's a fun format because there really is no pressure, right? You pretty much know you're not going to win unless you <laughs> put down a lot of money to buy whatever cheat codes you could get, right? So, in this case, it was a, as I mentioned, it was a coupon sheet, and you could do, you could move your ball to eight feet and putt from there, which you're probably going to make. And if you don't make, by the way, you could also, on that sheet, there's a mulligan. Yep. Uh, there's also, if you hit it in the fairway on a par five, you can move it to the 150 marker. Yeah. So yep. that's pretty good. You also have one that says you can tee off from the red tees. Yes. Which are the forward tees, mm-hmm. which allowed us to drive a par four. Mm hmm. So, yeah, there's
4: there actually hit it over
3: the green. We actually did, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't move it up on that one. That was just no. We were regular, on the fringe. Some from the regular one that we hit it over. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was fun. I like I I enjoy. Like that's not. There's different ways of enjoying the game of golf. That that was fun. It was a fun it game. It was. We had a good time. Beautiful yeah. weather. And, you know, by the way, just a shout out to the state of Utah. So our uh, title sponsor of our third hour locally here on our flagship station, 1280, the zone, 97.5, 1280, the KSL Sports Zone, is Mountainland Supply. Uh, great supporters of the game of golf. And they were sponsoring this week's section event, which is the Valley View Open. And there's an amateur and a pro division and all that. So they, they're they taking care of, of all, all that that's going on. Meanwhile, just literally probably five miles from there. Yeah. The Corn Ferry Tour is in town at Oak Ridge Country Club. Mm-hmm. And there's five local guys that are competing there. Zach Blair, Patrick Fishburne, Peter Quest, Danny Summerhays, and uh, Carson Lundell, who's an yep. amateur playing at BYU right now and is a member out at Alpine, where, where, where I'm at, where we're at. And so... It's fun to see those guys out there competing and some of the names, you know, competing right there. Uh, so you got that going on. Plus we just com- completed the 116th Utah state women's amateur and yes. just got to give a shout out. Kelsey Chug just picked up her fifth title fifth. That's pretty impressive.
4: Utah women's state amateur. Yeah. I'm hoping she, she was playing some, against some really good collegiate players. Really good. And one that's going to be graduating this year. That's going to play collegiate golf. So,
3: Yeah, so again, great event. Uh, well done, Utah Golf Association, and uh, congrats to Kelsey on the women's am. So good stuff. You know, Utah is a great place to play some golf. If you're thinking about uh, maybe a buddy trip, definitely understand it's seasonal, right? We have the greatest snow mm-hmm. on earth for a reason. It, there's, it's cold and snowy in the wintertime, but you get up here and play in the summertime, and there's some phenomenal places to play some golf. And by the way, you'll enjoy... Our altitude, which enables you to feel like a tour player when you tee off and hit it some 300-plus yards. So Yeah, so
4: go go up and play some of our mountain courses. It's, uh, like you said, there's some phenomenal um, and fun areas to be, especially at this time of the year. Yeah, no doubt about it.
3: All right. Uh, hey, the PGA Tour season is wrapping up this week at the Wyndham Championship. And I went through this in hour number one, but... Scotty Scheffler, and you, you brought up a little point here. Scotty Scheffler, 22, he's got four wins. We won't go through all the events. doesn't matter. Right. Uh, Sam Burns and Xander Schauffele and Cameron Smith, all with three wins. Tony Finau, Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama, and Rory McIlroy with a pair of wins. So you got eight players that, have mul- that are multiple winners on the PGA Tour this season. And you have a total of, what did I say, it was 31?
4: 31, 31, correct.
3: Who, winners on the PGA Tour. So... Um, some of the single winners, which is kind of interesting when you look at uh, Justin Thomas. Of course, he won the PGA Championship, so that's pretty good. If you're only going to win one, you might, might
4: want to make it one of the four. Make it a major. Yep. Patrick Cantlay only has one.
3: Speeth only has one. Yeah. Rom only has one. And you know what? Rahm might be the more interesting one. When we came into the season, we were all super bullish on John Rom this year. Oh, yeah. So a little surprising that he only picked up one. Played some good golf, though.
4: Mm-hmm. You knew who has one that's not playing... That's suspended from the PGA Tour, Taylor Gooch. So is Jason Kokrak. Yeah, they both have one. You know who surprises me for not getting a tour win this year is Colin Morikawa. Mm, that is, yeah. That is a surprise, as far as I'm concerned.
3: Picked up the Open Championship last year, the Clara Jug, mm-hmm. and then went went over. And, yeah, he he wasn't too happy about that. No. Um, and he said as much at the open championship, but so when I mentioned player of the year, I said, Scotty Scheffler has got the four wins and the masters he's player of the year, but you said not so fast with cam Smith.
4: Yeah. And the reason I did is because cam Smith has played some great golf. He's got, he's got three wins as you just mentioned, but two of those three wins are the players championship with, which is an extremely strong field and then the open championship. So, um, You know, that could be a little bit higher tier event for his second win and then the Open Championship uh, for the first um, and his first major championship. But if you had to give it to me, I I would go with the total and the major more than I would with uh, the three with a major and a kind of a little bit higher tier event. All right, so a little higher
3: tier. It's the players. Come on. Yeah, Uh, it's players. So if Scotty Scheffler had four wins, no majors – are you giving it to Cam Smith?
4: I think Cam Smith in a would, be, would have the the edge on him. Okay. Yep. Yep. So Just like add- Sam Burns and Xander Shoffley, they both have three wins, but they're they're really not in contention with anything that's above them.
3: Okay. Uh, would you rather have a green jacket with your three wins, or would you rather have a cluttered Jug and a Players? Ooh. And have only, sorry, a jacket. Four wins. Plus four. Yeah, in your four, or a claret jug and a player's with three.
4: See, there's two different types of thinking. You know, um, that claret jug at that golf course mm. probably means more to him, Cameron Smith, coming from Australia, because it's outside of the United States and it's more the world open championship, where Scotty Scheffler, you know, a US Open or or a PGA or a those wouldn't be considered in there with me. It would be the Masters. So um, having having a father who's won the Masters and the US Open, I think I think the Masters would get the nod. Um but you know Cameron Smith would come in a strong second. With the with the Clara Jug. Well,
3: let's not forget. Along with that green jacket, he got the WGC Match Play. So mm-hmm. there's a WGC there. And so
4: that's he, a higher tier event too. And he
3: got the Arnold Palmer.
4: Yes, and that's a straight up Invitational with the, with a really strong field.
3: Nine top ten finishes this year, Ooh. and over thirteen million dollars so far yep. from Scotty yep. Scheffler. So that's pretty strong. Ooh, uh, I'd say. Yeah, I mean Cam Smith. The open the players and the tournament of champions. So, tournament of champions, there was it's a, it's a small field,
4: right? Yeah, 30, 35, something like that. Yeah,
3: if that. Now, you'd yeah. say the match play is also a small field, but not as small as that.
4: 64.
3: And by the way, he has seven top tens and 9.8 million. Yeah. So, he's four million down in prize money mm-hmm. and he's a couple short on the top tens. And by the way, he ranks second in FedEx Cup and Scotty Scheffler is first, so
4: yeah. I don't know. Well, and Scotty Scheffler, let's not forget, he also finished, what, right there at second place in the U.S. Open, too.
3: Well, those two guys are ranked number one and two in FedEx and number one and two in the World yeah So pretty dang good. I I don't know that we – I mean, come on. There is absolutely no way anybody would have predicted that. Coming into the year, that at the end of the season, your number one and number two players in the world were going to be Scotty Scheffler and Cam (laughs) Smith. Come on, prove me wrong.
4: (laughs) No, I agree with you Nobody picked that. You know, especially since we we saw Scotty Scheffler as a guy that hadn't even won a golf tournament on the PGA Tour going into this year. So –
3: Good point. Hey, now those two will likely square off, hopefully, in the final match of the President's Cup. Because they both will be on opposite teams, which is my segue into having you share with us what the current uh, President's Cup standings look like.
4: Okay, so on the European squad or the, excuse me, the international squad, they they take the top eight. Um, and then four captains picks. So top eight: Cameron Smith, Hideki Matsuyama, Sunday Sunjay M, Walking Neiman, Corey Connors, Adam Scott, Mito Pereira, and K H Lee. But then uh, the guys that you have after them are Sebastian Munoz, er- Eric Vekroyan, M Hadwin, Mackenzie Hughes, Ryan Fox. Uh, those guys are all. Mark Leishman is at sixteen. Honor Bon here. at seventeen. Seewu Kim's at eighteen. So. That's where those guys are.
3: All right, stay, All right, right, got to take a break. We're up against it. Producers in our ear. So let's hit the American side next, and then I want to compare those two. Uh, look, hey, we're talking golf, and it's not live. Got to love
8: it, right? Yes. All right, stay tuned. More Real Golf next. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if
1: you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 817 2968 That's 800-817-2968. Let's say life knocks on your door. And you need
15: money to live on or pay bills what do you do would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want here's an idea call easy knock they can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days if your home is worth one hundred thousand dollars or more easy knock will buy it from you you get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter plus depending on your program you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy EasyKnock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply.
1: 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on.
2: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
15: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, you've heard us talk
3: about uh, Black Desert Resort down in St. George, Utah. Well, now is a great time. As uh, construction continues on the Resort Center Hotel, wrapping up on the golf course, we're going to have nine holes open here in a couple of months and the rest open next spring. It's a perfect time to check out blackdesertresort.com and find out how you can be part of this incredible golf community right there in the heart of southern Utah with a terrific climate, allowing for all year-round golf uh, at Black Desert Resort. Go to blackdesertresort.com. All right, when we left off, we were talking President's Cup because here we are at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. We also have the beginning of the playoffs coming up uh, next week, which we're excited about. Tony Fino, the defending champ of what was then the Northern Trust and is now uh, the uh, FedEx uh, St. Jude. What is the FedEx St. Jude Championship, I believe uh, is what they're calling it there at TPC Southwind. So uh, we'll we'll continue talking about that. But in the meantime, let's hit this uh, President's Cup. Yeah. And we mentioned the players. I, I love that we've got number one and two because it came out of our discussion about player of the year. Mm-hmm. Is it Scotty Scheffler, Masters champion? Or is it Cam Smith, players and champion golfer of the year? Um, so, and they're number one and number two in the world and they'll be leading the respective teams, the international team and the U.S. team. So, we just went through the, US, the international team before we went to break. Let's look at Davis Love the Thirds U.S. team.
4: Okay, so the U.S. team has a little bit different criteria. Um, They are six that automatically qualify and then six captain picks. So you've got Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantley, Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, and Tony Finau, who are currently the top six. Then you've got, following that up, you've got at number seven, you've got Jordan Spieth, then Colin Morikawa, then Max Homa, Will Zalatoris, Billy Horschel, Cameron Young, Tom Hoagie, Kevin Kissner, J.T. Poston, and Cameron Tringali that go down. That's um, number sixteen. Yeah, that's down to sixteen. So um, the other thing is, is points accrue all the way through the BMW Championship, and then you've you settle in at the top six, and you said, and then you, the Captain Love will um, end up picking his last six players.
3: All right, so we're gonna hear from Davis Love here in a minute, but first. Uh let's just go through this list. If it were to end right now and then how different would it might it be or could it possibly be right in 2 weeks from now. So, right. uh Sheffler, Cantlay, Burns, Schauffele, Thomas, Fenel. There's your top 6 as it stands right now. Jordan Spieth at number 7. He's not that well, he's about 1200 points behind um Tony Fino. So, yeah. that's actually not that's actually a fair amount because the difference between Tony and Justin uh Thomas is only three hundred points, right. and the difference between Tony and and uh, Xander from six to four is only six hundred points. So twelve hundred right. actually is a fairly decent amount. So let's just assume those six are in. Yes. Do you leave Jordan Spieth off the team at seven? No, not
4: at all. No, hundred percent not. Jordan Spieth uh, is number number seven. He's on. He's on.
3: He's on the team. So so yep. I, I, do you have any reason to believe that any of those top six get bumped off for any reason at all?
4: Well, the only way is is if one of those guys right behind him no, plays extremely well. No, no, no. But do you think
3: well. I don't? But I'm saying, do you think they're not on the team? Is there any way no. that no? Yeah. So those. No. So you're, we're we're going to go with the top six are on. Now we're saying top sevens on with be yep. number eight, Kalmarakawa. We just talked about how he's had a bit of a down year. Do you leave him off?
4: Um, I don't know that you can. Um, he's too consistent of a player. Um, and he will pair well. With another partner, so I don't think you can leave him off.
3: Plus, I think he's part of the future of uh, yep. USA Golf. There's no absolutely. question. Absolutely, uh, Max Homas at number nine.
4: We talked and about Homa's won, got a pair of wins. Won three times. Two. He's got two wins. Two wins. Yeah. You got to you got to put Max Homa on. Yep.
3: Will Zalatoris.
4: Yep. Absolutely. Here's guy. Here's the guy with his major championship playing. Um And Eddie's uh, not afraid of the limelight, especially on a big stage. So I say Will Zalatoris definitely.
3: He's got to be, of the players that have not won this yeah. year on the PGA Tour, is he not one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting player on the PGA yep. Tour? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Absolutely. I, there's no way you keep Willie Z off. Look, people will tune in just to watch Willie Z. And I think he is part of that future. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where it gets a little bit interesting.
4: Yeah. Billy Horschel at number 11. Well, I you know, it's... I don't know Billy Horschel, um, a phenomenal player. Um, he won the Memorial. Yeah, he won a Memorial. Two second place finishes. And two, se- we'll see. When you look at that Memorial, a great field, two second place finishes. Uh, I think the guys that you have to look at are guys that have either won or have really stepped it up in majors and big events. So I would say Billy Horschel would be on.
3: He's fifteenth in the world. Yep. He's also been a terrific diplomat for the yes. PGA Tour, speaking out against the live. Yeah, I, I think if you blew horse up, not to mention he got blown off as the FedEx Cup champion the year yes, of a Ryder did. Cup.
4: Yeah, yeah. So
3: I think, I, and that's a hard one. I would argue that. Hey, looking down the list a little bit, you got Cam Young sitting at 12.
4: He's got to be on it. You
3: got Kevin Kisner at 14. Can that guy not catch a break here and make one of these teams? Everybody wants to see kids on a team. Outside of that, I think it's pretty shut down. So I look at the final spot. I'm with you. I think you got to put Horschel on there. Now you got one left. You got Cam Young, Tom Hoagie, Kevin Kisner. Cam
4: Young's got to be on there.
3: That might be my – do you go any further? Bring Keegan's making a little
4: bit of a comeback. No, I think, I think you got to go top 12 in points right now as far as um, the President's Cup is concerned. You're going straight chalk. I'm going straight chalk, 1 through 12. And you don't think that changes
3: between now and a couple of weeks?
4: I don't think so.
16: Mm,
4: Unless one of those guys from behind wins a golf tournament, wins, wins one of the playoffs or the tour championship and moves himself up. Um, especially in team competition, you got to go with guys that have the hot hand currently at the time. you got to look at Cameron Young. He's got the hot hand. Zella Torres is doing well. Max Holm is doing okay. Jordan Spieth. Tony Finau especially. You know, all those guys have won, basically, except for Willie Z and Cameron Young. But they've really stepped it up in majors.
3: Hmm. Tom Hoagie won Pebble Beach, finished second at Amex. But, again, when you're talking hot hands, that was a long time ago.
4: Long time ago, early in the year. That was February. Exactly. Yep. Okay.
3: All right. Well, interesting discussion. We mentioned uh, Davis Love. There are some players that uh, are, I guess, maybe the question was asked. uh, Fire Pit Collective, um, you had – Alan Shipnick and Michael Bamberger were hosting the Fire Drill podcast as part of the Fire Pit Collective. And uh, this is a terrific platform. If you wanna, they they do some great content and uh, love what they're doing. And hopefully they're okay. We're giving them the, the, certainly the credit here and would encourage you to go out to uh, at Fire Pit Stories, follow them on social, and uh, check out the full podcast. But I thought it was worth mentioning they put up this little bit on social and uh, wanted to play that for you. And let me just make sure I get the right, uh, push the right button here. So here's uh, here's Davis Love the III uh, asked about whether or not uh, live players should be allowed on Team USA in the President's Cup. Here you go.
21: I would not pick them. Um, I don't know if there's a way that they could be. The court could force the tour to make them eligible. Um, they'd have to get in the top six in points. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you with your hypothetical. <laughs> they'd have to play well in the playoffs because none of them are in the high enough in the top six. And then I can, I can be a, the bad guy and not pick them. Um, so hypothetically, even if yes. I don't see any way they're going to play. A player in the locker room yesterday, after all this news came out, he goes, you know, I agree with all this except for the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. They ought to be allowed to play. I said, you've never been in our team room. We have guys in past years we didn't want in our team room because they were a little bit divisive, not a team guy, were out for themselves. Now we know who they are. (laughs) They're, They're selling us. They're not coming in our team room. I said I would, I would walk out before I had to have three or four of those guys on my team if I was a player. Um, I, I don't want them on my team. Um, there's a lot of guys. I, I just said to this player, I said, can you imagine Justin Thomas or Jordan Spieth wanting those guys on their team? No. They're supporting the PGA Tour. Um, the, the, these guys aren't and are suing them. I, I don't see it happening.
3: There you go. That was Davis Love III again on uh, the Fire Drill podcast, part of the Fire Pit Collective with uh, Alan Shipnick and Michael
4: Bamberger. And, I I mean, there's a lot to, to take away yeah. from there. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's a little bit of an insight, too, into kind of looking at who he could possibly pick um, as a guy that will be on the team that might not finish in the top six, and that guy is named Jordan Spieth.
3: Well, yeah, he already dropped his name in there. Yeah. So, exactly. what I kept, well, the only thing I couldn't help but get around was the fact that he said, there are certain guys that we've had in the team room in the past that we didn't really want in there. And now we, and then he, in the later, he says, and now we know who they are. Yes. So, was he talking specifically about Bryson?
4: Maybe Bryson. Maybe Phil. Nah. Maybe Patrick Reed.
3: Maybe Patrick Reed. That's, that would be a good one. It wasn't Brooks, though, because Brooks isn't in on the lawsuit. No. He said they're suing us. And I don't think Patrick Reed's in on that lawsuit either. No, he's not. So
4: that's why I'm thinking no. he's mentioned Bryson specifically. Yeah, I think you're right. He's mentioned Bryson. Phil is in on the lawsuit, and Phil is the one who blew up the Ryder Cup after Tom Watson.
3: I agree. That was, that was bad form. However, Phil has always, he's long been regarded as great in the team room. So are they just feeding that to us? to for the for the good of the game and the popularity of Phil Mickelson or was he a guy they really didn't want in there I don't think so because I don't think they continue to pick him as a, a vice captain and bring him in and talk the way they talk it seemed like everyone was pretty genuine in the fact that they love Phil in those team rooms
4: well maybe as he got as he's gotten older too he's gotten a little bit more cantankerous <laughs> <laughs> Old man Phil's grumpy. Is that Old what you're saying? Old man Phil. Because oh, hmm. he sure looks grumpy in all of his pictures. Down. Well,
3: but that's since he's, you know, he switched teams, right? I mean, it's like Good hes sides. he just doesn't look. I, I That's another thing. But, you know, congrats to Henrik Stenson, by the way. He made the most of his yeah. opportunity after getting lambasted for uh bailing on Team Europe's Ryder Cup captaincy. He goes out and wins. But, again, I watched his winning interview. Didn't look excited about a guy that just won a golf tournament after a long time and, and won a bunch of money. Dollars. Right? Why is nobody happy out there on live tour? They all say they are, but then when you interview them, they all are defensive and grumpy and and like almost like they they have to answer for something that they got caught doing that they knew they shouldn't have done.
8: Hands at the cookie
3: jar. Yeah, hands. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I really like this cookie jar. Uh, nope. I know I won this cookie jar. you kind of looking over your is, shoulders going, is anybody watching? Is is, is grandma seeing this? <laughs> uh,
4: funny. Mm.
3: Anyway, there you go. All right, listen, we'll take a short break. Ryan Balanchy, golfnewsnet.com. He'll join us as, he, again, we uh, look back at some of the highlights, winners, stats and of this 2022 season on the PGA Tour and look forward to the playoffs beginning next
10: week on the PGA Tour as well. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob, right here on Real Golf Radio. Staples has everything for school at great prices, so this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class.
11: A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni.
10: With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. Right now, 24-count Crayola crayons and poly pocket folders are just 50 cents each, and one-inch binders are only $1.99. Everything on your list at amazing prices.
19: Staples, we're not going back.
10: We're going forward to school. Ends 27 in-store, only limit 30.
19: Hi, Tom Bodette here, just back from the Bodette family reunion, and honestly, I'm a little baffled by my nephew. Last reunion, he was still bouncing on my knee. Now he's hitting his head on ceiling fans. Good thing they stayed at Motel 6, where there's comfy beds with plenty of room to stretch out on, and great low rates, because, you know, teenagers, eating a week's worth of groceries for lunch. I'm Tom Bodet for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on, for you.
11: This report is brought to you by T-Mobile. Travel is back, but so is inflation. Travel demand from consumers and business professionals is up, but higher prices and volatile airline schedules present unique challenges for summer travel, not to mention the struggle of staying connected while traveling. T-Mobile is here to fix that. Introducing Coverage Beyond, free in-flight connection, free high-speed data worldwide and more. T-Mobile customers can now stream and stay connected in flight, all flight long, and right when they touch down abroad, too. T-Mobile believes your phone should just work wherever you go, even when you're outside the signal of its network. Right as travel prices are rising, T-Mobile continues to help customers get back out there and save money. T-Mobile customers now get a free year of AAA on us. And to help take the sting out of rising gas prices, its customers now get 25 cents off per gallon this summer through the week of Labor Day. Where can listeners go for more information? Visit t slash travel. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Back to school season is upon us. With a number of preparations underway for the whole family, cut back on time and money spent with an Amazon Prime membership. Take advantage of exclusive deals and convenient, fast, free delivery options on essentials like school supplies, groceries for school lunches, and more. That's not all. With Prime Reading, families can access more than 3,000 books and magazines, including free educational content as a study break. You can also enjoy unlimited access to award-winning movies series and live sports with prime video or add free listening of 2 million songs, thousands of stations and playlists and thousands of podcasts with Amazon music. Best of all, Amazon offers a discounted prime membership option for qualifying government assistance recipients, including snap EBT and Medicaid giving families access to all of prime's benefits at just half the cost of a regular membership. To learn more about the discounted option, visit Amazon.com slash qualify now.
2: Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor,
3: Bob Casper with you here. It's been a fun show. We're having a good time. Just went through the President's Cup standings as we wrap up the season of the Wyndham this uh, week and then on to the FedEx Cup playoffs next week. And uh, joining us right now for a little look back and a look forward. Boy, I got him all turned around. He's going to be yes, dizzy by the time I'm done. Ryan dot golfnewsnet.com. Looking forward and back. And he's all the way up in Alaska right now. That's ways from his hometown. What's up,
22: Ryan? Hey,
3: guys. How's it going? So, you, I, just, I mean, what are you doing
8: in Alaska?
22: Well, that's a, that's a that's an existential <laughs> question and a literal question. But uh, we're here for the U.S. Senior Women's Am, which was just wrapped up at an Anchorage Golf Course. Uh, so this is the last state in the union to host a USGA championship. Puerto Rico was the last uh, American territory to host a USGA championship. So they, they did that this year with the Women's Four Ball. And they wrapped up the 50 official states of the United States with Anchorage golf course this week. So, I mean, this has been circled on my calendar since they announced it. I knew I was going to come here. I think it didn't even matter what the event was. It, it could have been a championship if it were a USGA <laughs> thing I was coming. So uh, it's been great. You know,
8: here so, in
3: Utah, we were one of the last States. I think there were maybe four at the time, yeah, four or five that had, maybe it's just four that had yet to host a USGA championship. And we got one of the last Links championships here in yes. Utah a few years ago.
20: They should
22: bring back the Publix, by the way. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I miss that. I think that's a great championship as well. But uh, pretty cool that they were able to kind of check off all fifty states finally.
4: So you kind of touring around, seeing uh, seeing that whole state of Alaska, kind of in a condensed area because that that's a huge state. But land of the midnight sun, it just doesn't get dark there, and you have to use blackout curtains.
22: Yeah, we got here at four a.m. on a Sunday. And I mean, it was, it was cloudy, but you could, it was still light out. And, uh, we, we went right to our hotel, blacked out the curtains, went to sleep for two, three hours, tried to get on Alaska time and off we went. And, um, like you said, it doesn't really get dark here. Uh, I mean, in the daylight hours, we eventually got used to it by day two or three, kind of what being on Alaska time meant. And we would go to bed at you know, 10 o'clock cause we have to do something the next morning. And it was still out light out, like it was 5 p.m home time. Mm. It was crazy. I would get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or something like that. And it was still light out or, or it was dusk, you know, like what we would think of as dusk. And it's just mind boggling to think about the amount of time in the day you have available to you to do daylight stuff. And you, at the end of the day, I mean, you wear yourself ragged because you're, you're trying to get it as much as you can. I mean, obviously this is a huge state even where we have been in Anchorage and we went to Seward and Whittier and Girdwood and Soldotna and Homer, I mean all these places we've driven probably 800, 900 miles in five or six days trying to catch all this stuff as we can, but it it still felt like we were doing it all in the daylight because we were, it was, it's been so, so, so cool.
3: Well, that's awesome. Ryan Balanchie, golf com joining us. So uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, some, some of the news, That has gone on. Uh, I know you've uh, commented about the, the live lawsuit. What's uh, what, What's your sort of initial reaction to, I mean, it's 106 pages. I hope you didn't take time to read that while you're in Alaska.
22: <laughs> I perused uh, the 106 pages. Didn't get all the way through at all yet. But, I mean, there's, it's basically a listing inerrant uh, of grievances, so to speak, against the PGA Tour. And when you kind of file one of these types of complaints, it's almost kind of like the statement you're trying to make to the, the judge which is we've got a lot of complaints. We've got 106 pages worth of complaints about the PGA tour and here's where they are, as opposed to, we've got two pages of complaints. This is a very simple suit. So they're trying to make it more complicated. They're trying to make it seem more like the PGA tour has been vengeful at not only how they've treated the players who have uh, signed with live or the ones that have tried to organize players to come to live as well as maybe negligent in the way that they have tried to, portray American professional golf in the way that they've run the organization over the years, because they have had the comfort of running what amounts, it's not a monopoly, but what is perceived by the live players as a monopoly in professional golf. And so I guess we'll see the, the statement or, you know, kind of the response from the PGA tour, which probably won't be quite as long, but it'll probably still be pointed answer by answer, point by point in response in written form. 30 to 45 days from now, depending on kind of how appeals and the process works out. I'm sure the PGA tour will go through its normal set of motions with its lawyers, trying to appeal for a dismissal, trying to appeal for other things through the court that don't involve taking the next step in the suit. And then probably in some time in September, maybe October, we'll start to get a sense of where the real lawsuit is. In the meantime, we've got this injunction request yep. from three players to file for a temporary relief order, Ah, uh, so that they can play in the FedEx Cup playoffs if they qualify, a- and that ruling is going to come up next week. We'll see about that. So there's going to be constant drama on this case for probably the next at least two months before even potentially getting to what we call a discovery phase, where then you get into the really the, the weeds of things, start calling witnesses and interviewing people and gathering evidence and all kinds of different stuff that would will protract this thing out quite a long time.
4: Well, don't you think all of this is um, and and what's being Put in the suit and all that kind of stuff. It's it's basically sour grapes from Greg Norman, don't you think?
22: I mean, that's how it kind of reads. I mean, it depends on where you're coming from, right? If you're if you're a live player, you go, "This is all the stuff the tour's done to make me join live golf and not like the tour." And all. and if you read it from the tour's perspective, you go, oh, "It just sounds like someone who's mad about having an incredible opportunity to play professional golf on the PGA Tour." So I think it comes down to your perspective at the end of the day. And I also think it comes down to, in this case, what kind of judge the PGA tour and live golf get, uh, and the players get as a result of this suit. Do you get someone who views the PGA tour as a business that is not a 501 C six member driven organization as opposed to maybe a judge who might go, okay, well, this is a membership association and you have the right to join the membership association if you are invited, but they have the right to set the rules of conduct and membership, be all end all, whatever the rules are, you have to follow them. So I, I think that's really where the, the case comes down to. I mean, there's a lot of different components to it. There's a lot of different issues at work here, but at, at its core to me, it comes down to whether or not the PGA tour is viewed by the judge as a membership association that also functions as a business and sets its own rules accordingly, or it's a monopoly, dominating American professional golf that needs to be kind of knocked down a peg. That, that's really what it boils down to. So, uh, Ryan,
3: I asked you this on your Twitter feed too, and i haven't checked in the last few minutes, but there was a time when the PGA Tour was celebrated for its growing the game initiatives of either establishing or acquiring these tours around the world that could be feeder systems into the PGA Tour, the big stage where you could compete for the highest amount of prize money against the best players in the world. And now that that whole concept that was celebrated is now turned around and is being uh, used as this, uh, quote, monopoly uh, and how they need to be broke up. So I guess it's, it is a bit confusing. It's, it's some somewhat of a spin and I guess it all depends on your perspective, as you said, huh?
22: Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is the tours business model is kind of being used against itself. Now, if this were a for-profit enterprise, I don't know that live golf would have much of a lawsuit. I don't know that they would at all actually, but because it's a 501 C six, there's a stated not-for-profit mission of the PGA tour, which is to promote professional golf. And so there's kind of going to be an interpretation there from the judge of whether or not this move is a promotion of professional golf, whether or not it can be interpreted as such to say to the players that have signed with live golf, Hey, you're besmirching how we view professional golf. Therefore we have suspended you from our member driven organization and until such time that you walk away from live golf, you besmirch all the other players in our uh, membership base. So we don't want you associated until such time that you walk away from that. Uh, Again, it all comes down to kind of the judge. It comes down to how you view what the PGA tour is doing and whether you view what they have built as a monopoly because they effectively control men's professional golf at the highest level in the United States and North America. Or do you view that as a good thing because they're a member organization and they've created a, a way to extend their membership beyond just the PGA tour to PGA tour champions, to PGA tour, Latino America, to Canada, to the China series, all of that stuff. It's just, again, it, it's all into the eye of the beholder. In this case, the judge.
3: Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com. All right, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, PGA Tour season is wrapping up this week. Got FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, This is is 125-70-30, but that's changing next year to 70-50-30. What's your take going into these playoffs?
22: I'm excited for next year. I mean, I think this is something I've begged for for a long time, that too many guys get into the playoffs, that too many guys feel comfortable getting to the the top 125 and the, yeah, you have big cuts from week one to week two and week two to week three now because we're going three events instead of like the old days, four events. And and I like that, but I feel like making it a more dramatic cutoff to the top 70 will make the last few weeks of the regular season even more meaningful. I mean, we've got this three event stretch here where we've got 3M, Rocket Mortgage, Wyndham, and they're relatively low depth field events because – the players who have already gotten locked up to the playoffs, I mean, which are effectively 110 guys, they're all ready to go. So they would much rather kind of maybe catch one of those three events or none of those three events, and then get ready for a playoff run where you've got to be sharp three weeks in a row to be able to get to a substantial portion of that FedEx cup money. So I'm very happy that they have kind of decided, Hey, we're going to limit the number of guys who get their security through the regular season. And we're going to introduce a playoff system that maybe isn't quite as cruel in the week-to-week cutoffs, but is more meaningful in who gets in in the first place. So this week, obviously, you've got the Comcast Business Tour Top 10, which is pretty much locked up all the way from top to bottom, and that's a $20 million prize pool. Next year, that might not be so secure. Uh, It'll be really interesting to see how that kind of starts to spin itself forward. But this week, obviously, you kind of always enjoy the drama of who can get into the whatever the number is going to be in the future, but it's 70 in the future. But this week, top 125. I mean, there are plenty of guys with um, with cards on the line, with status on the line for next season, depending on what they do this week, which I love.
3: Well, right. uh, We appreciate you taking some time. Unfortunately, we're a bit out of time, but uh, it's, it's been a good season. Bob and I, I'll I'll just ask you this real quick. Bob and I debated whether it's an open and closed case with Scotty Scheffler being player of the year. Uh, Cam Smith does have a players and a Clara Jug. Any, any chance he sneaks in there?
22: If Cam Smith gets through the playoffs and maybe wins the playoffs, maybe wins one playoff event, I think he can still have a chance to win player of the year. I I think it's still very much in the air with some events to go.
4: All right. Yeah. And real quick, we started with the USGA. Tell us who won the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur Championship.
22: Shelly Stofel from Canada wound up winning four and three. Um, Great match in the finish. She won four and three in the 18-hole finale. Um, A really cool international field. There was kind of some interesting... Uh, controversy going into this about who would decide to travel all the way here. Lara Tennant wound up making the way all the way here. She wound up losing in the quarterfinals. She hadn't lost in this event in basically three years. But so wound up finally losing. Now we have a champion. Now there's, I believe, uh, the ninth Canadian person to win a USGA championship in history. So some, some pretty unique things happening here in Alaska, as you might imagine. That's awesome.
3: I love it. And good for you for being there, man. And uh, thanks for joining us to uh, chat a little bit about this week's topics. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Here you go. Ryan Balanchy, golfnewsnet.com, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll wrap up the show next. From commercial to recreational truck accessories, Mountainland Truck Outfitters has got what you need. They custom fabricate flatbeds, spray and bed liners,
4: lifts and leveling kits, wheels and tires. Mountainland Truck Outfitters proudly uses the brands you know and trust. And with their experienced, knowledgeable and friendly staff, your visit will be informative and enjoyable.
3: Stop into their convenient location in Provo at 265 South 100 West to get a quote for your fleet or individual truck or visit them online at mtnlndtruck.com.
1: If
19: you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. and start increasing your bone density. Call
1: now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217.
20: If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491.
2: Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
15: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. Thanks again to Ryan Balangie for joining us here on Real Golf Radio, also the
3: caddy and our number one. Again, if you missed any part of it, follow us on Twitter at Real Golf or download the show wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Ryan said he likes the fact that 125 is going down to 70 because it'll make it better. I also tend to think it's going to make it more top-heavy and it's going to favor the top players but it's also going to cut out more of the players and i think that's a fallout to live there's gonna be more money for the top players
4: i think less of it to go around well you know the interesting comment has always been as a player on the pga tour the pga tour champions if you want to be one of those top players you got to play better which means you got to work harder
3: Shout out to Joel Damon, who, uh, who I think he did a great job w- on Twitter and uh, helping support the PJ Tour and calling out all the bogus Twitter accounts. What a cesspool Twitter is sometimes. Just going to throw yep. that out there. But, hey, hopefully uh, it'll be a good wrap-up to the regular season. And then, of course, FedEx Cup playoffs begin next week. Thanks to Dave Blouser, our producer for Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio.